Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Tonight, my special phone-in guest is Dr. Benjamin Huang from the National Neuroscience Institute, or NNI. And Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. Welcome to my show, Dr. Huang. Hi, Simon. Glad to be on. Now, Dr. Huang, let's get to know you a bit more. So, why don't you describe a usual day for you as a resident physician in neurosurgery? Uh, so, actually, my role is a bit of a unique one within my department. So, it might sound a little bit different from other doctors that you might come across. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mornings on some days actually start with uh, running the spine clinics in neurosurgery. So I think a lot of folks actually think that uh, spine is more of an orthopedic surgery kind of thing. Um, but actually we do see a lot of uh, spine cases as well, you know, your usual back, neck pains uh, mm-hmm. and things like that. My afternoons, usually after clinics, I do see some patients in the hospital, uh, a certain subset of patients who have had a tracheostomy done. It's a tube that we help them put in to help with their breathing. Mm-hmm. On top of my clinical duties, I also hold a managerial position. So I look after the medical officers posted to our department. I have to look after their rosters, their education, their training, and most importantly, their welfare within the department. Sometimes you can easily forget in the busyness of everyday work. So that in itself is already a full-time job. <laughs> um, on top of that, I still have to do research projects. And, and these are actually um, really great projects that we have that, that help the advance the care of our patients. So I'm actually really, really fortunate to have a very, very supportive institution for all my little projects that I would like to take on along the way. On top of all this, of course, we have our usual Zoom meetings and our face-to-face meetings. All in all, my day is usually quite chock full of clinics, uh, management work, and then we have a light smattering of uh, research stuff and uh, Zoom meetings in between. So it's it's quite a varied (laughs) up. The busy life of a resident physician in neurosurgery. And Dr. Huang, you know, most folks don't really know the difference between a neurologist and a neurosurgeon. So I think it would be great if you could explain it to my listeners. That is a great question. And one that my own family still asks me today, even after being with NNI for so many years, they can't (laughs) tell the difference. Um, So actually, neurology and neurosurgery are very large disciplines within their own right Mm. um, with their subspecialties. So both neurology and neurosurgery can diagnose and treat conditions involving the nervous system. So that means the brain, the spine, all the nerves in our peripheries. Uh, But very broadly speaking, neurology can be seen as the medical or non-surgical arm, while neurosurgery is more of the surgical arm. We come in only when surgery is required or advised for the patient. Mm -hmm. And then we can come in, we can have that discussion and we'll take things from there. And I'm talking to Dr. Benjamin Huang from the National Neuroscience Institute or NNI. Dr. Huang, stay with me right here on the show. Yes, of course. Night Call with Simon Lim. On the line with me is my special guest, Dr. Benjamin Huang from the National Neuroscience Institute or NNI. Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. Now, Dr. Huang, how did you get interested in neuroscience? So interestingly enough, I took the scenic route into neuroscience. It started much, much long ago when my first degree was actually in fine arts at NTU. I majored in digital animation. I even did an internship in Paris working on video games for a short Wow! <laughs> That's it's news a, it's to a little us. bit of a deviation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was towards the end of my degree that I realized that I found the most fulfillment, not in my coursework, but 
in doing all of these um, other things, trying to help other people, it sounds pretty cheesy, but I felt the calling to serve others, which was something that I discovered when I was neck deep in doing student club stuff or anything but homework, really. At that point, I initially considered joining SCDF as a paramedic uh, to further this serving others kind of uh, passion that I had in me. But at the time, Genuinely, I did not meet the height requirement. I think I was about five to centimeters off. <laughs> uh, graduate entry medicine, I applied. I studied for the entrance exam, sat for the interviews, and suddenly I found myself in medical school. In medical school itself, I can safely say I had very little interest in neurology or my neurology classes. The topics were really difficult. The exams were very traumatizing. And when I was first posted to neurosurgery as a junior medical officer, I really felt that this is the end for me. That's it. <laughs> but you never know and see where you ended up, huh? Exactly. Things turned out really differently for me. My department really ended up being very supportive. They're very patient in teaching me from the get-go. And we had really, really amazing seniors who will always be there when we needed them. And this is actually not always the case for medicine, which is traditionally something with a really strong system of hierarchy. I, I learned a lot during my postings with the department, not only about neurosurgery itself and the advancements that we have in the field, which are actually quite amazing. They're like Iron Man level kind of amazing, but also the importance of being a doctor who genuinely cares about their patients. In neurosurgery, often you'll see someone on the very worst day in their lives. Mm. There was a very senior doctor who once told me that to you, this patient may be one out of dozens you'll see today, but to that patient, you are their only doctor. I feel that that's even more so in neurosurgery when we see patients on this very worst day of their lives mm. because there's so much more we can offer to them, more than just our clinical knowledge. And more often than not, uh, it's this extra touch which makes the biggest impact for our patients. That's what really got me interested into neuroscience and neurosurgery and this department. Dr. Huang, how about a fun question? Do you think you're more of a right brain thinker or left brain thinker? I, I think uh, maybe neither, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I think left brain, if I recall correctly, they're more about language and things. And the right brain is more emotions, music. Creativity. I think, mm. Yeah, I, I think it's something that evolves as we go along. Um, when I was younger, I would like to think I was more of a right brain sort of person who was uh, a lot more uh, artistic and, and uh, going with my emotions. But as, as I grew older, I think my left brain is starting to take over, uh, <laughs> putting me through my paces. So I think for now, maybe left brain, but who knows, this might change again in the future. Like you said, you know, things may evolve. Well, it's Oscar season and any Oscar-nominated film that you enjoyed watching or that you're planning to watch on the big screen? I have to be very honest, Simon, I haven't stepped into a movie theatre since COVID. Oh! Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's more because I've become suddenly so picky about what I want to watch in theatres and by the time I've made a decision to watch something, it's not there anymore. So I'll end up watching Netflix all the time. But uh, I'm open to any suggestions if you have any suggestions for a good film to catch. I would say watch The Banshees of Innie Sharon. It's a really clever movie with many layers. So you've got to look for the hidden meaning. Ah, that sounds like my kind of film. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good movie. Stay with me right here on the show. I have some more questions to ask you, Dr. Benjamin Huang from the NNI or National Neuroscience Institute and he's a neurosurgical resident physician. Okay, can do. Night Call 
with Simon Lim. Tonight, my phone-in guest is Dr. Benjamin Huang from the National Neuroscience Institute, or NNI. Now, Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. Thank you for having me again, Simon. And uh, Dr. Huang, I hear that you do dragon boating. So tell me more. I paddle for the Amokyo Aokang Community Sports Network dragon boat team. A big mouthful. We usually call ourselves Team Trident. Uh, and just last weekend, we had a race at Jurong Lake, a 100-meter race. I started paddling with Team Trident in mm-hmm. 2018. And it was actually part of my Chinese New Year resolution. I think I'm the only one who does Chinese New Year resolutions. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it worked. It's really stuck since uh, 2018. And I feel that you know a lot about what my team does resonates with what I, co- I hold mm-hmm. very close to my heart. I think similar to my experience at work, my team is really supportive of like, teaching new paddlers like I was you know we put a lot of importance on growing together as a team over just simply going out and winning medals mm. you know as my captain said it's it's very easy for us to you know say we'll, we'll get all the best paddlers together and we'll go out and win a medal but what tastes a lot better is when you train together you train hard and you go out and you win that in your own right and, and there's bonding as well right friendship Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, We're very active in giving back to the community and helping out in a lot of community centre events like their water carnivals or their residence days and things like that. And we have very, very close ties with the Paddlers in Pink. They are actually a dragon boat team made out of ladies who are breast cancer survivors and Mm. their supporters. And uh, we paddle with them at a number of uh, events and races. And I went to Hong Kong with them uh, just before COVID uh, to paddle in a dragon boat race as well. That sounds and wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, breast cancer is something that affects a lot of us, somebody we know, or even us personally, and my own family very personally as well. And seeing these ladies, they have this grit and determination that even some of the young fellas don't have, right? It's, it's really very inspiring. You know, sometimes at the end of a five-kilometer paddle and one-hour training session, they are the ones shouting and telling us to hang in there, you know, keep going, keep going. And, you know, I think that's that's really, really very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just ties in with my whole ethos about serving community, giving back, and it really gives such deeper meaning to this sport. It makes it more than just a sport. I think Dragon Boat is a lot, like many things in life, it requires a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment, teamwork, hours of sacrifice. My few years in this sport uh, has helped me develop not only a very permanent looking tan, but has also helped me develop this mental resilience to overcome anything in or out of the water. And Dr. Huang, staying active and healthy at any age is important. So what activities are good, let's say, for 1FM 91.3 listeners to have good brain health? Let's just say people who are in their 40s and 50s. Okay, anything to keep your mind active. Take on activities that stimulate the mind. They can be anything like puzzles or even a computer game. Uh, Definitely learn a new skill. Take on a new hobby. Uh, I feel there's always nothing to lose and a whole lot to gain with these kind of activities. They keep your mind active all the way. Uh, It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you know, as long as you have that passion and that open-mindedness to learn something new, your brain will remain healthy and very active. That's my advice. And in case you're listening to the show right now and you want to see what Dr. Benjamin Huang looks like, he's from the National Neuroscience Institute or NNI. Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. You can also go to my Instagram page to have a look at the picture that I posted. And Dr. Huang, I need you to stay with me on the line. Can do. Night call. 
with Simon Lim. I have on the line with me Dr. Benjamin Huang from the National Neuroscience Institute or NNI. Now Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. And Dr. Huang, what's the most challenging thing you've faced in life? Uh, actually, one of the most challenging things I've ever done was something that I did very recently. I joined the SCDF as a volunteer firefighter last year. Oh, wow. Um, I, I think the height requirement was lifted at some point, so I got to live my childhood dream as a fireman. I joined the Civil Defence Auxiliary Unit last year mm-hmm. after completing the volunteer firefighting course with a batch of 11 other volunteers from all walks of life and all ages as well. And I think it's genuinely one of the toughest things I've ever done. I have genuine respect for all members of the SCDF who have to do this every day. We went through a 14-week course that was really, um, it it really pushed us to our mental and physical limits. We were crawling in drains, we were facing uh, actual compartment fires. It, It was really interesting and very exciting, but at the same time, it was really challenging to keep up my fitness and keep up my energy levels because we have to work in the day and then we will attend these night classes at SCDF. So it was really tiring we were doing this four times a week on top of that i also had my dragon boat uh going on at the same time i was at work (laughs) and uh we just had a puppy at the time it it was a perfect storm of uh, lack of time so i think that was one of the most challenging things i've ever done trying to balance that physical and mental exhaustion and all my time commitments Trying to overcome that challenge was really difficult, but I couldn't have done it without the support of my wife, who was there every evening when I came back asking me, have I eaten? She'll sit down and eat a disgustingly late dinner with me, asking if I'm okay, making sure that I'm getting enough rest. You know, sometimes when you are faced with something Mm. that feels insurmountable, you look around you and you see everybody else supporting you and and cheering you on, which was exactly what I went through with this course. And, you know, during our passing out ceremony, surrounded by all our family and friends, it was, you know, when you overcome something that's so challenging and you're at that finishing point, you know, I think it was the second most awesome moment in my life. The first was my wedding. So the second, the second most awesome moment in my life was completing, surmounting that mountain that seemed so difficult. It goes to show that people need people, yes? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And Dr. Huang, who inspires you? Truthfully, I think you hear this a lot, but who inspires me the most is my dad. He embodies the motto of lifelong learning. He's always exploring new things, hobbies, activities, even if it's just something simple to make his office and workplace run smoother. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's at the forefront of this, even if like younger people are, are dragging their heels to pick up something new. I'm pretty sure my love for serving others actually came from him as well. He told me once that if you find yourself in a position of privilege, this is when you can help others up as well and pull them up with you. That really stuck with me through all these years where I feel that if you find yourself in a better place, in a better situation, there's always someone that you can turn around and help. That really guides a lot of my decision-making and a lot of how I live my life these days. You're such an amazing guy, Dr. Benjamin Huang. Thank you so much for being on my show. No, thank you for having me, Simon. And of course, you are from the National Neuroscience Institute or NNI. Dr. Huang is a neurosurgical resident physician. And Dr. Huang, I wish you all the best and continue to, you know, do what you have to do, whether it's dragon boat or firefighting and of course your job as a neurosurgical resident physician at the NNI. Thank you, Simon. 
Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.